I wasn't around great people. I had this sort of split, you know, this sort of part of me wants this, part of me wants this, but it just took a moment in time to kind of be a wake up call for me and say, you're just not going anywhere. Like nothing's really shifting for you. And maybe it's because of your core peer group back at home. And I just listened to it. Hello, I'm Olivia D'Souza. I'm a multi-passionate entrepreneur. I'm a content and podcast expert. I support visionary entrepreneurs and leaders passionate about living with purpose. Join me as we explore podcasting, life, business and authenticity. Subscribe for meaningful conversations with a business buddy who gets what it's like. Welcome to Magnetic Pod. I am thrilled to introduce you to a dynamo in the world of business coaching and online marketing, Heather Porter. I have had the honour of being a guest on her wonderful podcast, The Hustle Rebellion. Go check it out. I'll put a link in the show notes. And I'm honoured to have her with me today. Her journey is remarkable and inspiring. Heather kick-started her career. For, you correct me if I'm wrong, but this is my research, okay? <laughs> <laughs> By managing global events for some of the most influential speakers worldwide, including the legendary Tony Robbins. Hello. And yep. in 2006, she co-founded the Billionaire Adventure Club, leading entrepreneurs to engage with none other than the Richard Branson School of Entrepreneurship in South Africa and with various social enterprises around the globe. And today she's the force behind Website Love, a highly acclaimed website development and social media agency. And just in her spare time, she's also written four books <laughs> and number one bestsellers and oh my gosh there's so much more I think we might just jump into it but holy moly you do amaze me <laughs> <laughs> I love that you found all that information out about me so good <laughs> it's nice to be here so and you are a Sydney sider these days I am. I have been in Sydney for actually 20 years coming up in a week's time. It'll be my 20 year anniversary of moving to Australia from the States. Wonderful. Well, there's a story there. I'd love to know. <laughs> That's a big life change. What brought you here to call Australia home? So We're so lucky to have you. Thank you. Oh, I wouldn't change it. So I was working for Tony Robbins, speaking of which, back mm -hmm. in the day and based out of San Diego in the States. And I came to Australia up in Gold Coast to help run his event called Date with Destiny. And, mm -hmm. you know, when I say that out loud, it's so funny because it was actually a true date with destiny for me. Wow. <laughs> I went up there and I was running the event. And after the event, there was a bit of celebration. We, you know, took a boat out. There were sort of some crew members, team members of mine, just really diverse, fascinating group of people. There was like an heiress of a large company, a journalist, mindset, NLP trainers, like you name it, everyone was on this small boat. And we were sitting there and there's this moment, epiphany for me, where I was, it's almost like the boat was spinning. Like really, I felt like it was spinning. I was looking around going, what is going on? And I had this wake up call. And the wake-up call was this saying that Tony Robbins says all the time from his mentor, Jim Rohn, and it is, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And I thought back to my peer group back in San Diego, which I loved from the work I did with Tony Robbins, but there was a second side of my peer group and it wasn't that great. Like I used to produce nightclubs on the side and I don't know, it just wasn't, I wasn't going nowhere fast mm -hmm. with people. So I don't know, something called to me in that moment and said, come to Australia. And I did. And I ended my seven year relationship and 
left my job and came on a visitor's visa and I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. So I guess you looked around. So on the boat you were with incredible people. Incredible people. And so you came and lived in Australia. So the role that you took on at that point was, was I, what did you start doing then? Yeah, basically I went to, when I came home from the Gold Coast, I went to my boss, which was the head of production or and events for Tony. And I said to her, Hey Mary, I want to mix up my lifestyle and I want to change things. And I'm just, I want to move to Australia. <laughs> and <laughs> would it be possible if I were able to work out a way to stay there? Could I do contracting to the sort of Australian region or APEC region for Tony and his promoters on this side of the planet, could I still be a contractor and do events? And she goes, look, if you can work out a way to stay there, then yeah, you can do contracting work. So, (laughs) which was amazing. Wouldn't have helped me with a visa and staying. So I ultimately came with nothing and Mm -hmm. networked like crazy and eventually found a life coach college or training school to sponsor me and get a visa. And the reason why quite obviously is I worked for the number one world's most popular life coach and, you know, kind of was a good argument to immigration. (laughs) Do you have a, do you have a reference from Tony Robbins? That would be handy. (laughs) I know, right? I know. No, those are hard to get, even if you've hung out with a guy for a while, (laughs) but yeah. So so that's So would you say what, so it sounds like he said, you're influenced by the, you know, the five people that you're surrounded with. So totally. that, in that case, does that mean that being, it's pretty much answering my question, I think, being with those people and being in that face and absorbing all of those teachings, that really transformed you. Would that be right? It did. And it was the right time, the right place. Like I think so much of us with our lives, right? It was this moment where I was surrounded by these incredible people with my, I'm going to say, quote unquote, day job. But then Mm -hmm. I didn't have a very healthy relationship. The boyfriend of my time wasn't that great. And Mm -hmm. my side business that I had at the time, I wasn't around great people. So it was like I had this sort of split, you know, this sort of part of me wants this, part of me wants this. But there was that, it just took a moment in time to kind of be a wake up call for me and say, you're just not going anywhere. Like nothing's really shifting for you. And maybe it's because of your core peer group back at home. And I just listened to it. That's all. It was just a moment in time when I finally listened to it. Yeah, you really must have because it's one thing to move from the peer group. That doesn't necessarily mean you have to go literally to the Southern Hemisphere. Yeah, real crazy. (laughs) That's very cool. So that must have been a real inner calling. That's and that you listen to it It is just so wonderful. Okay, so where should I go from there? I mean, it's really. What's this Richard Branson's thing that you were involved in? Tell me about that. Yeah. So when I moved to Sydney, I was working with another speaker at the time. So after the life coaching college, which I was at for a while, I ended up working for a promotion company here in Australia that brought in speakers from overseas and would fill the seminar rooms. And one of the speakers I started working with for quite a while and the promoter, and I built up the volunteer crew program. So whenever you go to a big seminar, oftentimes the people on site are not necessarily employees of the company. They're volunteers that are brought in and trained. So I managed that division. And then one day I approached the speaker and I said to him, look, I really want to do something bigger and broader. And you have such a great platform and amazing people that you're teaching. He was also in personal development. I said, how about we 
do a club together and we travel around the world and we give back. Like we bring entrepreneurs in that social entrepreneur space and we share our funds, our minds, our resources to developing countries and do really cool things. And he's like, all right, Heather, put together the business proposal. We're going to pitch it to my investors and let's see what happens. And we did. They said, yeah, let's start selling it to all of our seminar attendees globally. And thus the Billionaire Adventure Club was kicked off with the outcome of basically helping a billion people across the planet change their lives. And the Richard Branson School of Entrepreneurship in South Africa, in Johannesburg, was one of the pit stops or places we brought the entrepreneurs to. And we ended up doing a business training seminar in that area. We also brought resources to his entrepreneurship um, center and then just shared resources in our networks to help get funding and whatever else they needed. So that was one of the many locations we went to. <laughs> That's amazing. And so would you like to tell us where you are today? What are you doing these days and who do you help and how do you help them? Thank you for asking the question. So as you said before, in the beautiful intro, I am running a company called Website Love and we basically just do three simple things. So we build and fix websites so they get you business aka customers, clients, sales, or bookings. So it's a very specific way of building a website, conversions. And then we drive traffic into the website through Meta or Facebook, Instagram ads and Google ads. And basically that is what we focus on. And I work mostly with local service-based businesses, health, beauty, wellness. I love that space, healers in the planet, but there's loads of coaches and speakers as a result of my background that come and seek help as well and want to put their knowledge online. So I've been doing that for a while. I transitioned into digital marketing in 2008 when the speaker I mentioned before that I did the club with he approached me. He's like, Hey, Heather, there's this thing called Facebook. <laughs> this is 2008. So a while ago, he's like, how do we use it? How do we get out there and, you know, talk to our tribe all the time? And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to check this Facebook thing out. And I self-taught websites and built a membership portal for him. We had 18,000 members in there. And around that time, I thought, you know, I'm really intrigued by this online space and reaching more people. And I transitioned out of running events in the Billionaire Adventure Club and took it on. And then I've been in this space ever since. I'm, I'm not sure if I mentioned it in the intro or not, but you're one of only eight of, can you tell me one of eight buyers or something? Tell me what that means. Tell me what it's about in, there, in Facebook. Good question. Thank you. There's actually <laughs> only four of us now. So it's dropped since all the shifting in Facebook and what's happening, but Meta, we'll call it Meta because the yes. rebrand. There are four community trainers in Australia for myself included. So I'm one of four. What does that mean? So that means that basically Meta was going around training small businesses in marketing with their tools, their suite of tools, you know, WhatsApp, Messenger, Facebook, and they were bringing their employees out and saying, you know, teach business owners about marketing. But it's great to be an employee of company, but when you're presented with a question of like, what budget would you pay or how would you find an expert to do this? The employee doesn't come from that knowledge base. So Meadows was smart and they said, well, how about we find business owners that have used our tools for a very long time to teach it, to teach what we do? So there's a very stringent 
sort of process to to get in to the the role. We had an audition process. We first like full on audition process. Live. It's, it's mm-hmm. literally like okay, send in your video. <laughs> so we sent in like it's a sixty second video. They screened that if they liked you, they invited you to Barangaroo, which is the headquarters here in Sydney for Meta. And then they gave us a slide deck. They randomly just said, "You take this. You take this." And we had twenty like twenty four hours to learn it, and we had to come back and present it to the other trainers auditioning as well as meta staff in I think it was Singapore and New York like patched in watching us and we had to come with our own stories our own, our own knowledge our own wisdom behind the deck that they gave us to teach and as a result of that I was approved and got in and for the last I think it's been four and a half years I've been um, going out and teaching on behalf of meta small business owners to use online social media marketing. And yeah, what an amazing journey. It's been just really cool process. Also being on the side of Meta and understanding how they view their tools and where they're putting their research and development dollars and all that sort of stuff and be able to share it with people. Wow. I mean, because there's lots of people out there who say, you know, who do Facebook and well, Meta, I should say, so it's more broad. Yeah. (laughs) The whole umbrella and updated, but you know, there's people out there that do that, but there's only four of you that have got that level of certification. Pretty cool. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty elite. That's cool. (laughs) It's fun. And what about the books? How did you come to write your first book? And then you kept going. Tell me about what drives you to write books. You know, it's funny is that these are all, I was a co-author in all of these books and This is a learning that I've had over the years that only came out recently for me. And that is that I never backed myself fully as a solo person and I always would kind of jump in with other people. So I will have my own book in the future, but these four books, the very first one was with my ex-business partner. And what happened is we went to a seminar in the States. It was a digital marketing seminar. And there's a guy teaching how to become a Kindle and Amazon publisher or or author. He wrote a book called Love Yourself Like Your Life Depends on It. Really full on, really amazing. Mm -hmm. And he he was like quite quite amazing. Yeah. Yeah, Beautifully said. And so he taught sort of his formula to get on the bestseller list. And Andrew, my ex-business partner and I went into the hotel room over the weekend and literally wrote a book on funnily how to promote yourself as a motivational speaker and get speaking gigs because that was my background at that time. And we followed the formula and got bestseller status on several lists. And that was my first book. And then the other ones were just like different types of business books. One was an online marketing book that I was a contributor to. One was a book for women in business empowerment. And then a couple more with Andrew as well. So yeah, that was how that came along. But it's a big commitment, even if it's uh, a collaborative book. It's still, it is. It, it was. So, <laughs> so what makes you decide to put in that effort and what makes it worth it for you? To What drives you to do that? Yeah, good question. I think <laughs> for anyone that has a message to share, you mm-hmm. think strategically about how you can get it out in the world to more than just one person. Podcasting like you have, right? Mm-hmm. Such a brilliant way of, of being with people and sharing your knowledge and your network. Books, another thing, right? You put the content and the knowledge and the effort in once and you have this incredible tool that can be shared and distributed all over the world. So I always think in terms of if I am going to spend time on something and share my knowledge, is it a tool or, or, or something that I can put out onto, into the world that can be consumed over time in lots of different ways? Mm-hmm. I love that. And actually, as you say, 
I think the people who are driven to have books or podcasts are often there's an overlap there or they often have both because they yeah movers and shakers and people who with big dreams and big visions and people that want to make a difference often want to put their message out there in a book or a podcast or whichever yeah. way. Totally. Well said. <laughs> now, when I was on your podcast, you asked me a really good question, so I'm going to throw it back at you about a case study. Who's someone that you work with? And yeah, tell us the story. Yeah, cool. Thank you for that. So <laughs> there, again, I said earlier, I, I do like helping healers, you know, people like that have service businesses that are doing really beautiful things in this mm-hmm. world. And I w- recently have worked with a funny, like a chiropractor. <laughs> so mm-hmm. her business has, it's a whole, a holistic center though. It has, you know, dry needling and cupping and all these different methods of healing. And so she came to me and she's like, you know, I've been trying to get clients in the door. It's not working. I want to grow my practice. I have a new Cairo on board. Like I want to have massage and this and that. And I'm just struggling. I was like, what are you, like, what, what are you trying? What are you doing? And she said, oh, I'm just sending people to my website and I'm trying to do Facebook ads. Still people call it Facebook ads easier than meta ads, I think, but she's <laughs> like, I'm doing Facebook ads and I'm just not getting any results. And I said, okay, cool. Let's do this. So I said, number one, you want to have a really solid offer. That's really important. So if you're attracting new people into your business, what's that new, really cool thing that they can try to you know, come in, no brainer, not a lot of high risk to take it. And she said, ah, oh, okay, excellent. So she put together this move well package. It's incredible. It's $47. It's like you get a massage, you get a full scan, you get like, I'm, I mean, it's like 20 things you get. It's mind blowing. Anyone look at it and go, wow, <laughs> that's incredible. Mm-hmm. If I have a bit of back pain and neck pain, I'm going to give it a go. So no brainer offer was number one to come up with that concept. And then number two, was a landing page to send people to. People were going to her homepage before, which is so, homepages have a time and a place, but it's also confusing if you're trying to send somebody to your site to take action on one specific thing. Landing page was number two, individual page that had this offer, it had testimonials, it had what's included, all this great stuff, information about the team, the location. And then step three was actually getting the right ads going. So Right now on Meta, most the ads that perform best across the board and all my testing recently is are just short video ads, especially if you're service-based. It allows people to see who you are, what you do, resonate with your message. So we have a series of video ads that I helped her put together and kind of coached her on what to say in the formula, put the video ads up. Now, here's the clencher. They all went up. Two weeks pass, no leads, no new customers, but- mm-hmm this is normal. This is normal in marketing. Mm -hmm. Totally normal. You have to tweak and measure and do what's called conversion rate optimization. And that's what we did. So I revisited the landing page and the offer and I thought, okay, where are people getting hung up or stuck? Number one was her booking system. So most practitioners, hair, beauty salons, you go online and you book your appointment. It was so clunky and it was just confusing, (laughs) so confusing. And I knew straight away, I'm like, you know what? People are getting lost right here. Number two, I wanted them the ability to ask questions. So we just tweaked a few things. We changed the booking system to just be an online form that they fill out. They don't have to go through some convoluted, like create your new client profile page, all of this, literally Mm -hmm. a basic form. Number two was adding a button. 
hey, not sure if this is right for you, ask us a question. After making those changes with a few little tweaks on copy, within 24 hours, the lead started rolling in. She's now gotten 60 new clients from this page, costing her on average $28 per new customer. If you think about this, it's only costing Mm her $28 for a new client, lifetime value. They're going to be seeing her for a long, 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 long time. So I think that's a good case study because it shows that like everything out the door is not perfect and it does take a bit of work, but when you massage it and get it going, it can be incredibly lucrative. And now she's going to hire two new people on her team. She's so excited. (laughs) Wow. So the flow on effects from that, you're literally changing lives, aren't you? Because you're two more people and she's got a more sustainable business. She's got two more people who have a livelihood and all the people that they are helping because they know they exist and that they do great things. That's amazing. And I was going to, I'll still ask it, but I I noticed I had another question, which was some takeaways that you would give to listeners, but I had some takeaways from that. (laughs) It was really interesting, but yes. Would you have any takeaways you'd like to leave with my I think the main thing is, and look, you do this so well with your videos and your, you know, what you do to help people as well is video Mm -hmm. is really embracing video and little bite-sized pieces. And it's important to put yourself out there, especially with the big rise of AI, like everyone can be a publisher now and write pretty decent content, but what's changing or not changing is the human touch point. So Videos are fantastic for marketing. That is something that you want to embrace and get good at and come up with different messages, whether it's behind the scenes and storytelling or special offers that you have coming up or education. So that's huge. And then also just not giving up because, I mean, I've been doing this for a very long time and it even took me two weeks to sort of tweak messaging and landing pages and to make it work. And now it's just working incredibly well, but it can take time. And I think that is absolutely the key. Any expert that you talk to and that does really good work in marketing will say, give it time. Like it, you have to tweak things. So that's really important to know. And for those of you guys that are listening, that are doing your own marketing or your own like sort of messages, and you're really feeling quite discouraged, hopefully the message that somebody like me that's done it for a while still has to do work and tweak it will help you because it just means just keep going, keep trying new things. That's so true. That's so <laughs> true. Now, of course, with my passion for podcasting, I have to ask you why you chose to have a podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Such a good question. Okay. So it can be a little bit lonely doing your own business, quite lonely at times. And especially because my team is mostly in, like work from home in different locations. So for me, it was quite honestly an outreach to reconnect with people in my network I haven't spoken to in a long time. It was Mm -hmm. also to find amazing new people like yourself. Like it forces me to research and find really cool people doing great things on this planet and connect with them. So I wasn't thinking about, you know, viewership or listenership or sponsors or monetizing initially when I did mine, it was literally like, how can I expand my network and just find out what people are doing right now on the planet to have a good business, a vehicle to create a life that they want rather than just getting caught up in the traditional sort of hustle mentality. And that was where it came from. I love that. That's one of my favorite things about it. And that's how I started. To, it is a great excuse to, <laughs> to meet people and have a chat. So good. <laughs> so good. <laughs> All right. So how can people find you? 
Well, I I would say the best thing to do, there's a couple options. So if you do want to jump on over and check out another podcast, hustlerebellion.com is the place to go. And I have loads of free resources on website love.com.au. So if you go to website love.com.au, click on free resources in the menu, there's everything from quizzes to checklists to masterclasses in there on how you, if you do want to help your business grow online, how to do exactly that. So look, those are the two places. And then I'm Heather Porter on Instagram and Facebook and all the places if you want to connect with me individually. Fabulous. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. What an amazing chat. Thank you. I'm stepping in the next level me. I'm here to be everything I can be. Like a snake, I'm shedding my skin to be. Hello, it's Libby here. Have you ever wondered about what the key elements are that make a podcast truly stand out? Or maybe you're thinking about starting your own special podcast and feel a bit overwhelmed and don't know where to start. Well, I have something for you. Introducing the ultimate podcast checklist. Da, 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 da. It's a step-by-step guide that covers everything from the initial brainstorming to advanced growth strategies. It's the perfect companion for both new and seasoned podcasters. And the best part, it's absolutely free. Da, 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 da. <laughs> to grab your coffee, simply head to the show notes of this episode and you will find a direct link there and then away you go. Remember, every podcast started with that initial spark and the right resource. So let the ultimate podcasting checklist be yours.